Welcome to Talking Success, the podcast series that focuses on everything fintech. I'm your host, Darren Franks, and each week I'll be joined by a series of experts in the field who have a wealth of knowledge to share. It's time to meet this week's guest, so grab a coffee and let's start Talking Success. Welcome back to uh, yet another episode of Talking Success. Um, this is going to be a really interesting one. Um, uh, our guest today, we've not met before. We've not even really spoken before. So I'm telling you, this is completely unscripted. Uh, we've got a few things that we're going to discuss. Um, and over the last few weeks, we've had a lot of people, uh, a lot of guests on talking about digital transformation, talking about, well, mind you, we've been talking about fintegration for as long as I've been in fintech, which is a long, long, long time. Um, we're talking about banks versus fintechs and fintechs versus banks. Um, today, we've got a guest on um, who's going to give us a very different angle on this, I hope. Um, not to put him on the spot, but uh, I'd like to introduce you all to Arno Van Helden, Von Helden I'm sorry, um, who is the founder, uh, CEO, and head of Shift. Um, which is part of Standard Bank here in South Africa. Um, now, as I said to you, we, we've not met before. And if anyone's wondering whether TV advertising still works, the answer is yes. Um, I was sitting on my on my sofa watching the F1, the uh, the Silverstone Grand, Grand Prix. And uh, during the adverts, this kind of this thing came up and it was like, download shift. I was like, what on earth is that? I hadn't seen it before. Um, so I grabbed the laptop, did a bit of research, um, found that it was uh, sort of powered by Standard Bank, um, went onto LinkedIn, found Arno, dropped him a line and said, hey, listen, bud, um, we should come on and do a podcast because I, I want to know more about this. Um, and here he is. So uh, Arno, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Um, as I said, we, we've not met, so it's nice, nice to sort of meet you virtually. Um, I'd love to know a bit more about you. Uh, I've obviously read your profile, and I know you've been in the world of banking for quite some time. Um, and then I want to unpack Shift and uh, find out all about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks very much for uh, giving me the opportunity to come into and speak to you. Um, yeah, you know, Shift for me is uh, it's it's my passion project. It is uh, it is it's it's something that I've been working on for seven years now. Um, wow. We, we, we really started, started it to try and solve a very basic problem, and, and that is, you know, foreign exchange and, and, and anything to do with foreign exchanges seems really complicated and difficult and lots of paperwork and, and especially in South Africa, a lot of regulations and, and that sort of stuff. And, and uh, I was uh, working for Standard Bank and, and became sort of the, the head of, of, of retail foreign exchange. And... Uh, you know, the, the guys are like, this business needs to, we need to transform this business. We've got to do something with it. It was back in the day, you know, if you wanted to send money overseas or you wanted to go traveling and get some dollars or euros or whatever, you know, you had to go to a branch, stand in a queue, fill out forms. It was a really awful experience. And, and, and we decided we wanted to step it up and, and not just not just digitize it, but really Take, take it to the next level and, and really rethink and reimagine it. And that's that's kind of the genesis of it. That's where it all started. You know? Okay, amazing. So um, let's talk about Forex uh, before we de delve into kind of the, um, uh, the the complexities of Shift and what you guys are doing and how it was kind of formed. Um, I think for, for anyone that doesn't understand or doesn't have an appreciation of um, sort of exchange controls here in South Africa, um, it is very cumbersome. It's very difficult to move money either 
into South Africa or especially out of South Africa. Um, and that's for, for a number of reasons that I think are, are, are kind of historic. Um, how have you seen that affect your or impact shift as a business model, given there are, as you mentioned, the complexities, the regulations around this? Um, what have you done to kind of innovate and, and, and to help move that process forward? So, so I think I think the first the first thing is is what is forex, right? Because you know if you ask, I promise you, if you ask five people uh, what forex is, you'll get five different answers. Uh, and, and so I think I think the like really the first the first component of, of what we did was was trying to understand what forex means to people. And so you know uh, as part of this, we, we we spoke to a whole bunch of different people, and and, and forex can be as divergent as I just want to be able to buy foreign currency and hold foreign currency. I don't know what I need it for, but I just want to be able to do that. Sure. I, need to, I need to pay for my kid's education. Uh, and, you know, my kid's going to London. He's going to school in London. I don't know how to get, I don't know how to pay for the school fees. Uh, to I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to go to the U.S. for a month and I, and, and I don't want to use my, my RAND credit cards and I don't want to have to have the whole hack of, of, of trying to you know get dollars while I'm over there um, uh, to I want to I want to buy something off Alibaba or I want to buy something off, off Amazon and like I, I don't know how to do that and I keep on getting these really terrible uh, rates when I use my my normal rand credit card and so we kind of looked at all of this and and we like we, we understood that there's different behaviors and all of these different behaviors uh, you know, the things that people are trying to do, whether it's shopping or whether it's investing or whether it's it's moving money offshore, all of these things have got uh, one common element. And that is they all have somewhere in that process, there is a, 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 a crossover from one currency to another currency. And certainly for South Africans, that's usually a South African needs to go into uh, euros or dollars or whatever that currency is in order to complete that transaction, right? Yeah. And so, and so normally, and 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 also as part of that is like with the exchange control regulations is that depending on the thing you're going to do, you have to then report that specific thing under a specific you know category when you're moving money offshore. And so that can also become complicated because what, like, I'm just, I just want to buy something online. Like, I don't, I don't know. Am I like importing a goods? What category is that good? And just, it just becomes inordinately complicated. Mm. And what we did was we did two fundamental things is that the first thing we did was, was today when or normally when a customer does whatever action they're doing, moving that money offshore or, or buying foreign exchange is happens at the time of that transaction. So yeah. the foreign exchange happens when I'm sitting in Harrods in London and I'm buying that, that thing. Whatever the rate is on that day, well, that's the rate I'm going to get, right? Um, the second thing is I might, I might be, I, want, I, need to move, I need to pay for my kid's education. I go to the branch today to send, to send the money off. If the rate is terrible today, well, that's just too bad for you. The rate is terrible. And what we fundamentally did was we said, okay, let's break that up. Let's, let's, let's change the way you do this. Let, let us let the customer or the user buy their foreign exchange whenever they want to buy their foreign exchange, right? When they buy their foreign exchange, we'll do all of that regulatory reporting. It doesn't matter what they use their foreign exchange for. They can just buy foreign exchange 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and hold it in a digital wallet. Okay, so that, that was the, the fundamental turning point that we realized if we can solve that problem, then actually the rest becomes really simple. 
Because now, if you trap, whether you're going to travel or move money offshore or invest offshore, whatever it is, once you've got your dollars or your euros or your pounds and you've done the reporting, which we do automatically for you, now we can link you into the different services that you need. And those services will be, well, I need a virtual card for shopping online. Uh, I need a physical card for going and actually traveling you know, in Europe or the US or wherever I want to go travel. I, I need the ability to move that money into a bank account offshore. And so, and so where we differentiated the experience to the way traditional banking work was we said, you buy your foreign exchange today or tomorrow or next week when the rate is good. Doesn't matter when you're going to use it. You can only you, you might only use it in a week from now or a month from now or a year from now. Mm -hmm. But with us, you can buy your foreign exchange and secure it at that rate, and then you can decide what you want to do for do with it. And that was that was the foundation on which we built uh, um, a shift, um, and, and, and the idea came to life. Uh, what's the relationship between Standard Bank and Shift then? Is it, is it wholly owned by Standard Bank or what, how does this work? So, yes, it is indeed. It is, it is, uh, it is wholly owned by Standard Bank, um, but we see ourselves very much as a fintech and we, our operating model is as, is as that of a fintech within a, a, a large organization. So we have a somewhat different operating model to traditional products and services, we have a really specialized team of people that focus purely on shift. And then, and then within the bank, we use some, some services like our foreign exchange, uh, the actual foreign exchange capability to buy and sell. That is, that is supplied to us by the bank directly. And other services we, we, we consume from uh, you know, international companies that specialize in cross-border payments or in, in, in international card services. And so we've kind of got this, this, this hybrid best of both worlds model where, where we've got this great, big, powerful organization that supports us. We leverage what we need to from them, uh, like the foreign exchange services, like a lot of the KYC capabilities and the, and, and, and the regulatory services that, that we need from them. But we're also free to, to, where necessary, go and get the best of breed capability to help perform other, other capabilities and connect customers to capabilities that, that give them a much better experience uh, than a traditional bank would do. So we actually have a lot of fintech partners on the back. So let's talk about this. I, I mean, th again, this is something that I've spoken to so many people about over the years, this whole fintegration and banks working with fintechs and fintechs working with banks and um, banks incubating fintechs, um, which I think, you know, shift falls into that category. What have, what have been some of the, the challenges that you as kind of the, the business owner of shift um, have experienced when trying to create this fintech within this, you know, huge colossal bank. That's a that's a, a good a good question, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna try and navigate that really well. So so let you know. So so the let's talk about the benefits. Like the benefit of of being in an organization like like Standard Bank. Number one is that is that you've got access to resources and funding, right? So so. When you're a small startup and you're, you've just got a business idea and you, you, you know, you've got to go out there, you've got to do pitch decks and, and, and you've really got to, you've got to find investors, you've got to find the, the, the early investors. It, it, it was similar uh, in Standard Bank. It wasn't like they just threw money at us. We, we did have to get seed funding and we had to prove the idea and then we got more funding and, 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 and we did that. But 
you, you know, you're, you're, you're within an organization. So there's a certain level of credibility that you already have, you know, starting, starting, um, starting out. Whereas if, if nobody's ever heard about you and you, you, you know, you've got to go and try and raise capital to get this thing done. It, it, I think it can be more difficult, especially considering, you know, you, you might have to pay salaries or you might have to pay suppliers and you've got zero sort of form of income. So, so if, so, so that's, that's great. And the second great thing is that, you know, Sandbank's a very powerful brand. And so when you slap a, 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 a Standard logo onto an app like Shift, it that gives you some 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 credibility and 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 perhaps gives uh, people that might be a bit more skeptical that that a little a little more confidence in terms of using uh, using you and trying you out. So I think I think that that's 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 the positive side. The, the challenging side to it is that you know. The the organization that, that that we work in is is has been around for 160 years, you know, and, and 160 years, people think in a certain way and people uh, um, see things in a certain way, and and there are lots of governance and lots of process uh, processes that one needs to go through, and so that does that can become quite challenging. I think some of it is necessary, some of it is unnecessary, some of it is is. Is, is as a result of the design of the organization, which, as you can imagine, can get very, very complicated. Um, but I think that that you know, if if you if you like me and you believe in what you do and you really you really passionate about it, you will find ways to figure those things out. And 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 if you can carve yourself a space where you can operate with credibility, operate securely. Uh, that 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 helps to develop your own credibility, and and once you do that, I think things do somewhat become um, um, easier. But make no mistake, uh, um, operating in a in a large a large environment like that does certainly come come with its challenges, and and that's just something that we need to deal with and face face every day and learn how to deal with. I'm sure. I just want to bring you back one point, and you mentioned obviously having the the Standard Bank backing and, and logo. Um, you know, trust is is the most important thing. They're not my words. They're words from other people I've had on and, and bankers we've had on. Um, you know, trust is the ultimate thing. It's the ultimate um, uh, the thing that people strive for, right? I, I'm going to have a bank. Uh, I'm going to put my money in a bank, and I want it to be safe, and I need to trust that bank. Um, I, I guess with with the world of forex, and um, you know that there are lots of players in this market. Um, there are lots of international players that sort of pry on on South Africans and say, you know, we've got the best forex solution. We'll give you the best rates, and you haven't heard of this person or this company, um, you know, ever. And you try and Google them, and you know, it's kind of non-existent or they're non-compliant or what have you. Um, I, I guess that gives you a bit more of a foothold here in South Africa, where Standard Bank is such a recognised brand. A trusted bank. Um, when you're looking at a solution like this and an application like this, um, you know that there is automatically trust because it's got the brand on it. And uh, are, are you seeing that from your consumers that people are coming on going? Actually, you know, I'll just click through the sort of the T's and C's because it's Standard Bank, and uh, you know, I trust them. Are you, are you seeing that, or are you seeing lots of questions that come from new consumers coming onto the app? No, I think I think you know. It, it, it is an interesting one because the the there's no doubt that that having the the, the standard bank brand it, it certainly you know provides a level of trust uh, that 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 makes it easier for us I think for for to to 
to to win over a consumer, to 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 provide safety, a, a feeling of safety and security to, to a consumer. There's no doubt about that. Um, it, it's it's a massive it's a massive advantage. But there's also a cost to that, you know. And 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 I think that 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 the reality is, is that there are people out there that don't like Standard Bank. They don't want to bank with Standard Bank. They've chosen not to bank with Standard Bank. They they are you know, FNB customers or ABSA customers or investor customers or whatever those those customers are. And, and so there's this, there is, uh, there is, there are also certainly a group of people that, that you, you, you risk alienating being part of the, the standard bank brand is, is the, 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 the reward is certainly um, significant. Uh, so, so would I choose to do it any other way? No. Where we have an advantage is that we, we are sort of in the middle where although we are backed by the big brand, we 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 have our own we have our own brand. Shift is also its own brand. You don't have to be a Standard Bank customer. You don't need to bank with Standard Bank. You don't need to have any products with Standard Bank. Anybody can download Shift and register for Shift. All you need is your ID number. You know, and 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 so and so yes, we will give you the security of knowing that this is most certainly part of Standard Bank and 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 very much um, comes with the 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 safety and security of having Standard Bank, but it's available to anybody in the market. It's not, you, you can bank with whoever you want to bank with. You don't even have to bank with anybody. You can you can use Shift. Um, and, and I think that that we've, we've really tried hard, you know, in our communication, the way we communicate with our customers, in our branding, to to really make that 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 as obvious as possible and as known as possible that, that this is not just a standard bank product. This is something that's available and services anybody regardless of where you bank. And that's a very, very, very important philosophy for us. And in terms of, you know, the, the demographic the shift is sort of designed for, is it, is it very much sort of sort of high LSM rather than sort of low SM, uh, LSM? Is, 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 is there a sort of a, a, an ideal customer of uh, shift? Because I, I imagine yeah. if it is sort of an LSM, it's, it's probably quite small. Well, so so also a very good question. I think I think that that if you look at what we're offering, and and we offer apart from the obvious buy and sell foreign exchange, we offer four primary services, and our services are send money offshore or receive money from offshore. Yeah. Um, and and I think that 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 certainly is 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 a higher LSM. So you would be looking at at people with. That, that that have got the the means to to either have assets offshore or send their kids off uh, to school offshore or might have investments offshore. So that's that is that is uh, certainly the higher the higher LSM. Uh, the other one is the investment capability. So we now you can instantly buy and sell shares on the New York Stock Exchange or the Nasdaq. We offer really competitive rates. Um, we offer we will we'll be launching the London Stock Exchange soon as as well as the Euro stocks. Um, and so, you know, that is that is that is also a high LSM, but it's it also starts appealing to you know individuals who are maybe in their late twenties or early thirties that have got a bit of disposable income. They like Tesla. They want to be able to buy a Tesla share, see how it goes, and start dabbling in in in, in buying and selling shares. And then and then you start you start moving down the the the, the value chain in terms of of the other offerings like like our our uh, our travel cards. You know, our travel cards. Are for anybody that's traveling overseas, yes, typically that would be a higher, uh, higher net worth individual. But you know, students who who you know maybe are on a gap year, or students that want to, you know, people that are just going for a week to 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 Europe or to the UK, 
they they can use our cards and and we offer our cards are unique we don't we at the moment we're not charging any fees any fees on our cards now if you think about that a normal credit card if you have a credit card worth any of the other major banks including standard bank and you travel overseas you're paying two and a half percent on the value of that transaction plus you've got a a, 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 the, the the forex rate we charge zero and we charge zero because we believe that 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 the starting point is probably for us to a large degree going to be an individual that wants to go travel and that individual you know might not be a very wealthy individual but that two and a half percent is going to make a big difference in their lives if they are going for a week to new york or whatever it is from there we want to expose those individuals to this world of you know forex and investment and starting to think about broadening your horizon around like actually i might live in south africa but 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 i've now got a tool that gives me financial access to the world I can I can I can start thinking about what does it mean to actually maybe start holding more of my savings in foreign currency, maybe um, if I can invest and 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 start you know buying an ETF on the S and P five hundred in US dollars, maybe that's something I should I should be thinking about as an individual that let's be frank is living in a country that's got a very volatile exchange rate that is experiencing difficulties at the moment, having a bit of more of a global outset financially might be um, a very good thing for for individuals. And so who uses our product? High net worths, absolutely, they do use our product. They're going to move out their 1 million rand a year that they're allowed to move out. Um, But we aren't focused, we are really focused on on, uh, sort of the emerging youth segments, uh, individuals that, that have got this sort of what we call this global mindset that 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 you know see themselves as part of the global economy and want a tool that gives them that and so we we're very strong in that area but going forward we're also going to be adding additional services and products to the platform that might start appealing to different segments of the market i'll give you an indication you know we do we do obviously um uh do transfers but we also you know there are a lot of foreign nationals living in south africa People that, that want to move money, you know, into Zimbabwe or into Ghana or into Malawi or into Uganda. We see that also as a big opportunity for us and, and, and a market that we want to address very, very soon. Interesting. So in, in a nutshell, not just high net worth, we, we see ourselves as an app that really a lot of different types of LSMs can use. So let's let's sort of focus a little bit on the sort of slightly lower LSM level where you know, using your uh, your example, someone wants to buy a Tesla share or they want to buy a share in Amazon. Um, now, you know, buying a share is relatively simple. I, I imagine Shift have made, is, has made that very simple. Um, but I think there's a lot of education that needs to go behind that um, because, you know, the value of your uh, your investment can go up and can go down um, and can go sideways and, uh, you know, can get completely wiped out you know if you invested in wirecard a few years ago and uh you know you'd yep. be uh, you'd be quite you know hurt so um what what are you guys doing in terms of educating um the, the youth in terms of you know the correct investment strategies you know maybe it's not put all your eggs in one basket or to have you know a um uh a range of different sort of, um, you know, diverse portfolio. Sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, sorry, I did eight, eight, eight hours yesterday drive back from uh, Durban to Joburg with two kids in the car. So, um, 
my head's a little bit fuzzy, but uh, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, how yeah. do you um, how do you educate um, the youth or perhaps people that you know haven't ever explored you know investments in this whole sort of scary world of the stock exchange? Um, also, a great question. So, so, uh, so the first thing that we do really is is we've we started to form a number of partnerships uh, with various different um, what we call um, businesses and individuals that 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 uh, are specialists in the area. So, if you look at at um, uh, Shift today. Uh, we send out a monthly newsletter. We give guidance from a market perspective, but we also we also partner with um, uh, Biz News is one of our big partners. So Alicog Biz News, that they, they actually have a shift portfolio, uh, and uh, and and anyone that is part of the Biz News community, they on a monthly basis look. They have specific shares that they look at. Um, and they provide sort of insights into what's happening with those companies. They will they have their own portfolio that they manage, and and literally anybody can can actually sign up with them uh, and actually go along with them because all yep. of their 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 uh, shares and ETFs are also available on Chip. We have another another partnership with a company called Lockstep that also you know they've got a very good website, and we promote that heavily. And so when we when we you know when we communicate to our customers. Um, we are at this point in time saying, you know, like shift can be for somebody that does their own research, that that has a view in terms of where to go. If you don't, here are our partners. And our intention um, over the next couple of months is to really bulk up in terms of our communication around what are some of the investment strategies? Why should you be looking at a diversified investment strategy? Uh, what are the advantages of, of offshore versus onshore? Um, and and uh, and and trying to provide as much insight and uh, access to information as possible. Uh, one of the the great you know companies that does it extremely well, um, uh, I consider probably our, our our biggest competitor and the company that's done exceptionally well uh, is Easy Equities. You know they've really focused well on their communities. Um, we are we are you know a fraction of the size of them, uh, but but I think that that you know. The, the model that they use to to really provide insights through Facebook, uh, through through various other uh, different uh, channels, uh, has really worked, and, and I think we intend on doing something very similar. And our starting point is is through through partners like Lockstep and uh, Biz News. And do, do you see um, Shift becoming or moving into the world of crypto? So becoming a crypto exchange at some point, or what's uh, or always this question? <laughs> <laughs> okay so so <laughs> let, let let me i'm going to answer that question like this i think that ultimately today uh crypto in particular is 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 very much is very much used as a. it's like an asset class so so it performs a very similar function people will buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or XRP because they want to buy it, hold it, and hopefully make a profit and sell it, right? And so I think I think that 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 philosophically we we will always want to provide whatever our customers want. So you know if our customers if the demand is for our customers saying well we really want to be able to buy Bitcoin and and all that sort of stuff, then absolutely that's something that we would look at facilitating as long as we can do it in a safe and reliable way. Okay? Yeah, I think that's that's really fundamental because just 
you know, you know, we we talk about companies being risky risky bets. I think I think you know, crypto. There's certainly quite a lot of um, have been quite a lot of challenges, especially with the safe custody of late. Um, you know, some of the the, the big names that went under, um, and 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 people lost a lot of money. So we would we would absolutely look at doing that as long as we could facilitate that in a very very safe safe way. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to mention names, but we've had recently one of the one of the local uh, crypto exchanges. Um, um, uh, they had they had placed a lot of their 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 Bitcoin and Ethereum in safe custody with an offshore provider. That offshore provider now has um, unfortunately uh, had some challenges, and and so thirty percent of their of their um, assets now are locked up, and 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 that's you know that's that's a problem. Mm. Um, so I think I think there's there's still room for for improvement in the in the crypto space. What I'm more excited about. Uh, you know, is 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 really about how we can start thinking about crypto as a mechanism to improve the movement of, of money and financial services. And so we, we are very open and, and are actively exploring different opportunities uh, to to enable uh, more blockchain than crypto. You know, yep. uh, I think I think uh, I think there are, are, are different types of tokens and coins that one can use. Um, uh, but but we're looking at at, at 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 understanding the technology and how we can make, for example, somebody that wants to transfer funds from South Africa to wherever else in the world an instant an instant experience, uh, you know, that 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 costs a fraction of what it does today. And I, I think that's a bigger opportunity for us from an investment perspective. You know, we're happy with our equities. We, we're looking at at branching out into other forms of investments, and and crypto might come along. But I must also say that 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 you know since uh, the cooling off on on the crypto side, we've had a lot less demand for it um, in the last in the last uh, year and a half or so than we did than we did previously. And uh, and and but I I'm looking at the at the Bitcoin price. It seems to be coming back. So who knows? Maybe maybe that's something we need to reconsider. Yeah, I'm looking at the XRP price doing the same as well. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one for another day. Um, Very well. So again, I'm not going to harp on about about crypto, but when when we do look at you know alternative asset classes, whether it be crypto, whether it be whatever NFTs or whatever it may be, um, is that where some of the challenges of being sort of owned by Standard Bank come in when it comes to risk? Um, is, is is there quite a lot of sort of conversations between Shift Standard or yourself and Standard Bank that say actually? Our consumers want this. Our customers want this. Standing back and going, oh, hang on a minute, that doesn't sort of fit our risk portfolio. Um, how, how does that work? Is, it, is, is that quite challenging? I think. I think initially, uh, I think it was more so initially when we when we when we kind of launched. You know, obviously crypto. You know, back in the 2019, 2020, um, 2021, Bitcoin, you know, went up to, I can't remember, it was like $90,000 US dollars or yeah. something like that. You know, everybody was talking about crypto and, 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 and we, as Shift, were sort of going like, are we, are we missing the bus here? Are we, are we, um, are we being left behind? Um, but I also think that, that and, and, and if, if, you, if you think about our strategy as a platform, you know, we want to be a multi-assets platform you know we want we want to be the place where people can buy their forex they can buy their shares they can buy you know they can they can buy their crypto their bonds whatever they want to do ultimately that's what we want to want to have like a one-stop shop for everybody um, and what's what's really nice about ours is that we've also got then the, the 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 actual transaction capability so now you can actually liquidate your share 
put it onto your card and go traveling in the US and, and spend the money. Or you can, you know, uh, move your money to buy an asset offshore or whatever you want to do with it. So I think, I think our platform is a bit different to other platforms where they specialize in like we're an investment platform, you know, like, like Luno or uh, Easy Equities or uh, we, we're, we're both a transaction and a, an investment platform. Yeah, across multi assets already. Yeah, um, yeah but I think I think yes, the answer to the question is is yes. There was a lot of resistance uh, when we first floated the idea, but in hindsight, you know, and, and given everything that's happened, um, it was probably a good thing uh, for us that 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 we didn't jump into it straight away. And I think that where the where the bank is now and and, and the organisation and their their thinking around crypto has evolved significantly. Um, that I don't think it will be anywhere near as much of a of a roadblock for us uh, if we wanted to do that. But as a team and as Shift, looking at where the opportunities lie today, I I would say that there are better opportunities and bigger opportunities outside of crypto that we should focus on that can really help customers and 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 really get customers to engage with our channel. Uh, and 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 so crypto is certainly on the agenda. But it's not it's not number one on the agenda by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Um, next question for you, Arno, if if I may. Um, we talk a lot in the industry about bundling and unbundling of services, specifically when it comes to challenger banks. Um, we look at someone like Discovery Bank, who I think have done very very well in bundling lots of different services to become this, you know, dare I say, super app. Um, where I can buy my pet insurance or well, actually, no, that's the other bank I'm thinking of, but I can buy my flight tickets or I can, um, I don't know, I can buy this or I can buy that. And, uh, you know, I've got this kind of all-in-one suite of products within my Discovery Bank account. Um, I say the same for Revolut in the UK. Uh, you know, I've got a Revolut account. And again, I can buy my pet insurance. That's the one where I put my pet insurance from. Um, I can I can buy my stocks and shares. I can buy crypto. All right, the spread's horrible, but that's a conversation for another time um yeah. I, I can do i can do lots of different things within the app um from and I, I'm, you know again this is I, I appreciate this is your opinion not that of standard banks um, but in your opinion um do you think that standard bank could be looking at shifting going actually this could be our route into rebundling services that perhaps the bank has got um maybe there are some legacy products maybe there's some new products that they're struggling to get to market because people associate standard bank with maybe transactional banking and a credit card um could they be bundled up into shift and that's the future of standard bank is that how your is that how your team's viewed or are you the maverick still um <laughs> you know I think there certainly was a time and that 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 we we as as ship you know considered like where do we want to go you know how how, how do we do do we do, do we ultimately become a super app and then just become another entry point or a channel a channel into into Stanimax products and services um and, but but I think where we've got to uh is is that is that ultimately Standard Bank has got their own. They've got specific channels, so you know um, they work in a in a particular way, and they've got channels. So if you want to get a credit card or a home loan, or you want to you know have a bank account, like that's 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 there. You can you can go on. You can sign up with with Standard Bank, and you can get you can get those products. Is there benefit in 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 rehashing that into into a, a platform like Shift? I think I think that that there's a bit of a danger in that you start. 
you do start potentially creating confusion. And so we, we've kind of made, we made a decision that we want to really be focused on the difficult, and, and, and I mean this with respect, not that, that any of those other things aren't difficult, but the, a specific set of difficulties. And the, those specific set of difficulties are really around connecting people to, to complex investment type things. Like buying and selling a share, we make it simple, but it's actually really complicated. You know, uh, Buying foreign exchange and navigating all the rules around that is complicated. And I think that that there is a big market for that in South Africa and across the African continent. And I, I still really think that that's a very underserved market. And so if we keep our message and our, our focus around, if you're an individual that's living in South Africa that needs to connect financially into the rest of the world or anywhere in Africa into the rest of the world, this is the place that will make that experience simple and easy. I think if we start going down sort of too much down the line of, well, now you can get your life insurance and your pet insurance and all the rest of it, I think that we start diluting that value proposition. And what we want to do is we want to make sure that 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 that, that value proposition is understood, is clear, is watertight, and people come to us to solve a need associated to that for now. But that might change, you know, and, that, and there's nothing stopping us from 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 becoming something broader at a point in time, yep. but right now we really want to focus on that that aspect of the market because certainly in Africa today there are lots of businesses that solve for uh, you know domestic transactions, credit cards, you know maybe uh, maybe even uh, uh, you know microtransactions and that kind of stuff. There aren't a lot of businesses that 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 really focus on forex specifically and the needs around forex no sure i think um perhaps the uh the enterprise sector as well uh or sme sector when it comes to to forex i mean that's uh that's a whole other ball game right um we, we struggle with probably on a weekly basis is uh you know the amount of clicks you have to do in order to get you know the payment that comes in the recurring payment that comes in every month from the same supplier yeah. or the same Absolutely. customer um you know it's it, it's uh it needs some disruption so maybe that's just uh shift for business 2.0 or something but uh, you never know right watch this space you never know yeah amazing in conclusion it sounds like you've had a really sort of successful um relationship with with standard bank they've been very very supportive of what you guys are doing obviously from the funding side that you mentioned but you know from um the support the, the regulatory side you know being able to utilize what a bank is amazing at which is you know safeguarding money and regulation and compliance without having to worry about that as a fintech founder um, because i know obviously talking to a lot of entrepreneurs that are involved in fintech so much of their time is spent trying to understand you know the latest sub you know white paper or what's been gazetted by yeah. fsca or you know all the regulatory especially when you come into cross-border payments and exchange controls it's an absolute minefield um but having yes. that not necessarily taken away but having you know standard bank to support you and, and help you navigate that um must have been a, a you know a massive weight off your shoulders allowing you to focus on clearly what you've done extremely well which is the consumer um what the products what the product is and how you can you know best serve you know, this this sort of community of people that you're trying to a include. So we'll we'll use sort of financial inclusion. So, you know, from having just a transactional bank account to now being able to um uh, uh 
work on in, in international funds and you know use different sort of types of equities and what have you um I, I, I don't know you know many sort of uh i think there's a, actually i think there are many founders that are sitting again yeah wish i partnered with a bank um rather than seeing them as a foe um so do, do you think this is the future do you, do you see other um sort of spin-offs uh within maybe not necessarily standard bank but other banks that are you know, rather than sort of acquiring or partnering with a fintech, are going actually we can probably do this ourselves. Um, we've got the resources, uh, we've got the finances, um, we've got some very very smart people. Um, perhaps we should now start to innovate more and faster. Uh, you said it's taken take you guys seven years, which I think you know if, you, if you're talking the world of fintech, that's probably like a hundred years. Um, so I, I guess there's, there's there's pros and cons here. But what, what, what's your view? Um, sure. You know, I don't know because, and, and I'm just going to be like really frank and honest here. I don't know because I think that, that, that there are, so, so the thing that I've noticed about working in an organization and I've been like, like Standard and I've been here now for 12 years is that, is that the, the environment in, 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 in these kind of organizations is constantly changing, you know, and, and, and so, so it's, it's, it's like cycles, you know, you, you kind of, and I guess it's like that with anything in life, but, but what you have is you've got, you've got this, 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 this large, you know, organization that's been formed over, over a century that, that thinks in a certain way. And, and, and what happens is it tends to, you tend to have waves where all of a sudden, you know, um, this need to innovate and to be innovative and to be disruptive sort of uh, starts uh, moving high up on the agenda. And, and, and then that happens for a while and, 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 and then that sort of peters out. And then what happens is then the, then the organization kind of goes, let's focus more on our core and what our core, uh, our, our, our core is all about and, and, and the safety and the security and servicing our existing customers and that and then, and then, the, then eventually that you know that comes out, and then the, the innovation, the innovation side of things, the need to innovate, you know, comes back, and and, and that's that's just normal. That's that's how how organisations, I think, especially large organisations, work. Um, and and so, and so I think I think a lot of what we do and success is is based on timing. Like when are you when are you solving a particular problem? Who's solving that problem? Um, and how are they solving that that problem, and where is the organization at that point in terms of the thinking around how you want to solve that problem? I think we were we were we were part of our success was that we were lucky that that when we you know back in 2017, 2016, 2017, when we did that, you know innovation was very much a very strong theme uh, in at at that point in time. Um, I think if we had to try and do that today again, I think it would be probably a bit more challenging to 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 do it in the way that we've done it, you know. Um, and so and so, I don't think there is I don't think there is a right there's there's no formula for this. I don't think there is a formula that says you know if you do X Y and Z, A B and C will happen. I, I don't I don't I don't think that's right. I think that there's a fundamental there's a fundamental aspect here. I, I think that success is less determined. Just by the by the environment, although that has a massive impact on on it, it's really about the individual or the groups of individuals and how 
and how they are able to navigate the environment in which they find themselves. And I mean that as whether you're in a corporate or whether you're a startup trying to build something from scratch and you don't have the backing of a corporate, success for me is going to be more determined by you and your resilience and your your passion for what you do and your belief in it and your ability to navigate whatever those circumstances are to find success. In a corporate, it comes with a lot of advantages, but I can assure you there's some big disadvantages as well. Doing it on your own, there are going to be a lot of disadvantages, but there are some big advantages to doing it too. And, uh, you know, platforms like Easy Equities, Luno, you know, they didn't come out of big corporates. They were guys that came up with ideas and concepts and found the backing and the support they needed to, to be successful. Uh, and, 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 and so there are just as many of those out there as there are, you know, shifts or businesses that were formed and, uh, within, within corporates. Um, so, so, so I know that's a wishy-washy answer, and I wish I could give you something more direct, but I think that's, that's the reality. It was, it was a very political answer. Um, thank you very much. It's been really insightful. I think, uh, you know, people listening to this, I think will have their sort of eyes opened in terms of, you know, what, what you guys have achieved um, with the support of Standard Bank. Um, but, but I think how sort of liberated you are necessarily from the brand, uh, it's not, you know, this is not just a, a you know, with all due respect to bankers, this is not just a team of bankers that have gone, let's build an app. Um, you know, this this is way more complex than that. And uh, I think you guys have guys done, done a fantastic job. Uh, I'm going to go and download Shift and and have a play. Um, and uh, I'll put some links at, at the bottom. So if anyone wants to ha- have a look at, at Shift, I'll, I'll add some uh, some links to the bottom of this YouTube and uh, you'll see it on Spotify and, and uh, Apple Podcast as well. Um Arno, thank you. Um, if there's any closing comments or if, if anyone wants to kind of find you, where's, where's the, well, I found you on LinkedIn, so I guess that's quite a good source. But uh, if, if we've got anyone that's you know interested in potentially partnering with you, um, you know, uh, whether it be on the cross-border payment side, whether it be on the equity side, um, best to sort of look you up on LinkedIn or? Yeah, LinkedIn. Uh, it's uh, Arno, uh, dot von, dot Helden. Uh, on, on LinkedIn, I think it is something like that, or Arno von Holden. Just search for Arno von Holden. There's, as far as I'm aware, there's only one of one of me out there. So, so yeah, and um, by all means, you know, reach out. Uh, we are we are always interested in new ideas, fresh ideas, fresh perspectives. Uh, you know, I'd love to hear them. And Darren, thank you very very much uh, for for uh, for you know giving me the the platform to come and talk to you. And uh, yeah, to all the listeners out there, please go and download Shift. It's Shift with a Y. Uh, You'll find it on uh, Google, Android, Apple, wherever it is. Uh, Download it, give it a go. Uh, Hopefully it will really change your life. So thanks very much. Amazing. And uh, last word for me, if you are watching uh, soccer or you're watching the F1 or golf or, uh, I don't know, Desperate Housewives or whatever it is you watch, um, don't, don't always, you know, go and run and make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea during the uh, the advert. Sometimes you pick up some real nuggets, as I did. So, uh, oh no, thanks so much. Uh, I'll let you get back to your day and uh, I'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks very much. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of Talking Success. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us for this fascinating discussion on all things fintech. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have gained some valuable insights into the ever-evolving world of finance and technology. A huge thank you to our guests for sharing their expertise and providing us with some amazing insights that we certainly couldn't have done this without them. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for more exciting conversations with experts in the field. 
Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and keep talking success.